You are listening to the Adoption and Fertility Finance Show, where we prepare you financially for adoption or fertility. Navigating the waters financially for adoption and fertility can be intimidating. And your host, Laura Coleman, knows that firsthand after spending $35,000 for IVF and adopting three children. She's made it her mission to help other couples realize their dream by living their financial life with intention. Today's podcast episode is being sponsored by the Adoption and Fertility Grant Success Course. Learn step-by-step instructions on how to create a successful adoption or fertility grant. You can find more information at familymoneycoaching.org and click on shop. On today's episode, we have Yvonne Lundin. She is a mom, an adoptive mom, the adoptive little girl. And I'm very excited to hear her story about how they financed their adoption and what they went through. And so Yvonne, thank you so much for coming on today's uh, podcast episode. My pleasure. First of all, you adopted a little girl. Did you adopt her from birth? Was she a little bit older? From birth, we were. I was actually in the uh, room when uh, she was born. Okay. And so. And how did yeah. you start on your adoption journey? Um, well, at the time, I think, let's see, my husband and I had been married hmm, about maybe 15, 16 years. Uh, we got married really young. And, uh, you know, people always say, oh, when are you guys going to have children? When are you going to have children? And we were, I had problems where I was the one that wasn't able to uh, have the child. So, you know, but you don't want to tell that to everyone. So you just do that lie. Oh, we're just waiting for it to happen, happen. Oh, but we're thinking about looking into adoption. So I just told that lie just to make people be quiet. And they're like, oh, oh, okay. And about a year later, through my second cousin, her niece, uh, she was still in college, she was about 18, found out that she was pregnant. So she came, um, we didn't really know each other, she came and asked us if we were interested in adopting. And we're like, sure, okay. And, um, but we didn't really go past that point because then we didn't hear from her for a while. And she had the baby, it was a little boy, and she decided to parent the her son. So about about nine months later, around that time, um, she came back to us again and asked if we were still interested in adopting because she found out she was pregnant again. And uh, so my husband and I are like kind of skeptical because, you know, we've been through this with her one time already. So we're like, yeah, okay, sure, no problem, because my husband's like, well, I'm not sure, and I said, well, babe, technically, the baby's a little bit a part of the family, extended far away, um, but wouldn't you rather her be with family than just out there in the world with no one that she knows, and uh, he thought about it for a little while, and this went back and forth about a week, and he's like, okay, we'll tell her we're interested, so I called her back, and I said, we're interested, so she flew out to meet us, spent a week with us, we got to know each other, and it was in Atlanta, she was from Atlanta, and we're here in Vegas, and um, during this time, after we met each other, uh, we went to um, go speak with a lawyer. Uh, I have a 401k, uh, I'm sorry, I have MetLife 
legal through my um, employer and I've been with the employer about the same time the length of my marriage. So um, we went to, we, I pulled up a family lawyer on the uh, website and I went made arrangements to go speak with her. We went to speak with her and then she says, well, for $20,000, we'll get it done. I'm like thinking, oh, smack we don't have $20,000. We have some money saved up, not 20,000. So we went home, we were talking about it. And then she said, um, then I said, well, you know, I have money in my 401k. And he says, but that's for our retirement. I said, well, we still have years before retirement. Um, I can pay it back. Let me look at the terms. So I, I went onto the website that we had and, um, I played around with the figures a little bit. So I said, she said 20,000, so let me get out. Uh, I always do odd numbers. I said, let me get out 23,000 and see um, how much would I need to pay back. And I stretched it over five years and I think the payments came to be like $173 every two weeks from my paycheck. So I said, well, he was working, I was working, we were making pretty decent money. So it's like, okay, we can do it. So um, I applied for the loan. Um, and they laid out the terms of the contract. I'm sorry, I should have looked at all of that before I came on the show. Right. <laughs> and um, two weeks later, we received the check in the mail and I went and deposited and it was like a 10 day hold on the on my account once we deposited. So once we had it free and clear, we went back to the lawyer and then we were explaining everything to her about uh, where the birth mother was. And she's like, oh, I can't help you right now. You need to get a lawyer in Atlanta. And I was like, crap. Okay, so I'm like thinking, how much is this adoption really going to cost? And so we, I went back to my little legal aid plan. I called them. I said, well, we're trying to do an adoption. We found out that it's called an interstate adoption because we really hadn't done any research. We're just happy that, oh, we might be getting a baby. So they're like, oh, the plan covers any state. And I was like, okay, so we need a, a lawyer uh, for adoption in Atlanta. And they went through and they gave me a list of three and they said well this is our highest rated one we called the lawyer uh, his name was Scott Murray and uh, in Atlanta and he was he was the best lawyer possible like even ones better than Vegas that we had because he walked us through the whole step of what we needed to do he took time with us explained and he said and it's really not going to be that much on your part to pay me um, because your plan pays for a lot of the adoption, the Met Legal. And I was like, oh, cool, because I'm a little cheap at heart. <laughs> so I feel you. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. So um, right before the adoption, um, we were giving money to the birth mom. Um, to like pay for like any tests that we had, that she had to do. Uh, on her side, I know uh, she was kind of like at, um, she didn't have stable housing, so she was with some program. So the program that she was with was seeing that she needed to have representation on her part. So they um, had 
uh, I can't remember what organization worked with her, but she ended up not going with the organization because the lady was like, well, you need to do this, you need to do this, and it was going to be an open adoption. So, and um, she's like, so, and they sent me some stuff um, saying, well, you're responsible for this payment of her having this agreement, doing these tests that we had already paid for through the Met Legal and through our lawyer. So I called my lawyer and I said, well, she's saying that in addition to what we're paying you, we have to pay like 3500 for all of this work for her to be tested and uh, to have done. And uh, he says, Yvonne, do not sign that contract. Do not pay her. You've already done all this. And the birth mother has the right to not choose not choose to go with her because you guys already had a agreement in place and uh, you're basically, you're not really family, but we were saying, telling each other, other people, we were cousins because it cut down on all the drama of like how we were related. We ended up, uh, she ended up telling the organization she was okay. Everything went smoothly to the, to the birth and stuff like that. And right up to the birth, you know, they allowed me into the, we drove to, from Vegas to um, Atlanta in December. And that was an adventure because we had my mama in the car with us too. (laughs) (laughs) And um, and so we were there for the birth and uh, right after the birth, we were so scared that she was going to change her mind because uh, she stayed a week in the hospital and uh, she said that she wanted to talk to me alone before we could take the baby. The baby could be released into our custody. And during that time, she asked if we would watch her, her son at the time, or her son, and he was turning about 14 months at the time, um, if we would take him with us when we took the baby till she could get her back on her feet again. So we didn't have any problem with that. So we said, sure, you know, then that's how we got our baby. <laughs> and wow. we had her brother for about six years. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. Was that hard? I know we're talking about the the financial aspect of, of of the adoption, but was it hard to send him back after he's bonded? Uh, that was really hard that it caused so much drama that we did end up going to court for it. And that's when I had already finished paying off the 401k for the adoption when I took it out again to pay for the court costs when we went back and forth here. But Nevada is a right to parent state. So they sided with the birth mother. So it was really hard. Yeah. 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 Because it was like my child. Oh, definitely. After six years. Yeah. Do you, do you still have contact with him now? We're supposed to, by court order, I have the rights. My husband and I have rights as grandparents, like we were grandparents, but we haven't been able to get it in contact. We're being ignored and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's more court we have to go back through. Right, right. And it's not really for us. It's, you know, like we do miss and love him, but he has a sibling. Absolutely. You know, and she's always asking, where is he at? Why can't I talk to him? And it's like, I know you're mad at me, but you're hurting them more because right. she's already going to question in the future. Why did you decide to keep him? But you didn't have, you didn't want to keep me. Right. And, you know, as a parent, you're like, how, how can I explain this? Yeah. I'm still, yeah. we're still working on that. 
Yeah, yeah. I that that's one um, aspect of adoption that that I struggle with. You know, where you know my my children all have siblings out there in the world, and I I am aware of them. I know what their names are, but I don't know how to get a hold of them or anything like that. And and you know that that that's one aspect that that I really struggle with, like that connection. You know, like like I have five siblings and. I can't imagine not having a relationship with them, you know? Right. So right. in in regards to the financial aspect of borrowing the 401k, did it provide any stress to your family by borrowing the money or were you relieved that you had access to those funds? We were, once the adoption became real, um, we were relieved to have those funds. It went, we, before we went, we paid like three months in advance for rent because uh, we were renting a home at the time. And so it's like, okay, I'm not going to be working for three months. So I want to have that time with the baby and not stress about, you know, how we're going to pay bills or anything like that. And my husband is still, was still working. And so we're like, okay, so we'll be able to pay our day-to-day bills. What, um, once we paid the lawyer, I want to say that his portion for for him was under $5,000 in Atlanta with the uh, Met Legal Life or uh, legal plan. I can't remember the exact name of it. I'll definitely and, look that up and put a little link in our show notes for that. Yeah. And um, so, and then we had to bring them back. What was hard was now we had two babies in two diapers who were not on the same schedule. Um, that was the hardest part, adjusting because we didn't know how to do with one baby. Now we had two that we had to take care of. Really, the diapers alone was killing us. (laughs) (laughs) And so when we came back here, we were going through an agency here also because we had to do our home study plan. And we shopped around for agencies. And like I said, I'm a little cheap. And some of them were faith-based and uh, they were very expensive and some of them you have to be part of that faith in order for them to help you so uh, I was like well that's not going to help so we ended going outside of Vegas Las Vegas to like um, a little town called Mesquite that had like um, that did adoptions and placements and stuff. So we work with them and for, they send us a list of the sheets and stuff and they were wonderful also. And uh, what we found out before, like we did our, every time the social worker came to interview us before the adoption, I think it was like 250 um, for that. And then once we had the kids, it was like a two for one because they were really concerned about the newborn that we were adopting. Every visit to the adoption was finalized was three hundred dollars. So um, this is about Nana will be seven. So uh, in December. So this was about you know six years ago. Um, the price. So I don't know if it's changed. If anyone's going to check them out, yeah. and <laughs> and uh, so they had. Um, it's supposed to be six months from the time you know we receive. They do the first interview. But somehow with the lawyer that we had through the legal plan here that I switched out twice, it ended up being a year. So we had to pay for uh, every time they came out, $300. And by that time, um, we didn't have that extra money anymore after we paid part of the uh, 
the fees for the interviews and stuff like that. And we were using the money more for day-to-day living and trying to save some for when the final cost of the bill came. So when we had talked to the lawyer originally here in Vegas, he said, oh, I can do the um, adoption and the, and the uh, guardianship for $2,000. And I was like, oh, that's nice, right? And he switched assistants and she didn't write all the notes down and a new one came in and she called and she's like, well, this is the amount that he has that he wants you to pay. And we had the majority of the amount, but $20, (laughs) $20. And I was like, and we were too prideful to ask our family for that $20. So I called and I was like, I get paid in like seven days. Can we come pay that $20 in seven days? And she's like, yes, you can, you know. (laughs) So, (laughs) so that took up, honestly, I think all together with, with the visits uh, was probably a little over 16, close to 17,000. And then that's when my family stepped in. One of my uncles, he started buying the diapers for the kids. And that alleviated because when we were at the hospital, they asked what type of formula did we want Nana on. And I said, well, this is our child. We want the best for for her. Um, So give me the best brand, which was Similac. So, and uh, because they're like, are you sure? And I was like, well, this is the only child we'll probably ever have. So yes, we're sure. This is before we knew about her brother coming with us. And so, and then of course, she could only have like the sensitive kind, which was expensive. And uh, even with the coupons, she was like sucking them down like she had an addiction. (laughs) Every two hours. And like, seriously, child? (laughs) So, um. Those so are like had, fifteen or sixteen dollars a, yeah. a can. You know, those are <laughs> outrageous. Like, and then it's like, and then I was really grateful when they were sending the coupons. And then uh, that's when um, Babies R Us and toy, I was at Toys Babies R Us. I think we went to a lot, and they had like the case, and we we're always looking for the case when it went on sale because it's like thirty five dollars. I'm like, oh, we have to go get some, you know. <laughs> It's like, oh, will she ever slow down? Because she was very long and she was a she was very big. She was a big baby. So she wasn't cute and petite. She was still cute, but she wasn't petite infant because the all the clothes that we newborn clothes that we bought her, she did not fit. So that was like a waste of money right there. We we ended up giving them away to a friend. That's awesome. I love fat babies where they have that little chunky little legs. You just want to squeeze them so much, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. She has like a uh, she had like the little big cheeks and my husband's like, she has like a little ham booty. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so, but yeah. So, but that's, um, we ended up, like I said, paying for it from our one for my 401k. We did end up borrowing like 3000 from his uh, to pay for, like I said, it ended up being a year and $300 adds up fast. It really does. Yeah. Um, the social worker that was interviewing us, though, he was very informative. He says, well, since you have the additional child, because he's here, you know, there's uh, things that 
the state can offer you for him. But like I said, we were like, oh, no, those are for people who really need it, not realizing we needed it too. Right. And so we didn't like really explore our options. And it wasn't until like we were going through the court process of trying to keep him that we found out like all this information of like how he could have had state health care because I put him on my insurance plan. Um, um, he could have got a whole bunch of stuff like WIC and stuff. But I was like, oh, no, we're both working. Those are for people who really, really, really need it. And then at the time, we were very prideful, and we didn't ask, and we didn't explain our situation. And, you know, that there was all these uh, county and state and city things that we could have used. Yeah. So I would recommend that to anyone adopting, seeing what else, um, uh, what programs are available. Right. Also, I mean, you know, I, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said that pride is there because you, you think to yourself, well, we can handle this and, and you can, but, right. but sometimes it's nice to have that little bit of help, especially if you are coming with up with them a lot of money to be able to even get the child placed with you. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, we've got to maintain it. And you know, you, you go through the home study, they go through your finances that you want to make sure that you can afford it but life happens and you also don't know what kind of medical needs that child will have in the future. Uh, and that, that state insurance can be a huge blessing. Right. Right. And, um, and like, because it was a private adoption, it was more expensive uh, because my aunt and uncle, they ended up adopting their grandchild through the state here. And they only paid like $300, like 500 or something like that. And I'm like, Ooh, wow. I wish I hadn't known, you know, but it was more least expensive. Right, you know, right. Than that private. And but we don't regret it because, like, she's brought so much joy. You know, they both did when we had them, you know. So it's like, our lives were so boring before. <laughs> she, she first grade now? Uh, yes, she just started first grade. Oh, my goodness. I <laughs> to read and challenge you and... And how um, they dress, you know. Oh, yeah. She's very, she's, I'm more, I work in IT, so I'm more laid back. I'm more jeans, relaxed, whatever's comfortable. She is all about her looks. Like, she's like, mommy, my hair needs to look this way. You did not do a good job. Please redo it. I'm like, well, who's the mom? Me or you? <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> my second grader went to school this last week and um as she's getting out of the car i rolled down the window and i said to the teacher do not judge me for how she is dressed today <laughs> <laughs> luckily she goes to a charter school so it's uniform so that's a load <laughs> off of my mind <laughs> she can only pick what color shirt she wants to wear for the day <laughs> oh, I, love it. I love it i am really glad that you've had a wonderful story and even though there were some bumps along the road the road it's still you know the what has happened with your family is what is meant to be and and i hope that you know, in the future your daughter will be able to have a connection with her brother you know be able to forge that relationship again and you know sometimes it, it time will only tell right 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 and, and so i'm i'm i hope that that um is helps you along your path. And, and I really appreciate you coming on and talking about your story because as other people listen to it, they're going to hear things that you said that they're like, Oh, I could do that. Mm -hmm. Or, 
oh, she mentioned this aspect over here. I should probably look into that as well. Cause you, you, you mentioned a couple of things that if I'd known, you know, mm-hmm. so I think that's the reason why that I have this podcast is to help other people along their journey so that they can hear other people's success stories and be inspired by them and also give them ideas of how they can then finance their adoption. So I really appreciate you taking time to come and, and share your story. Oh, my pleasure. I hope I was able to answer all your questions. Yes, you did. <laughs> absolutely did. forgot to add <clears throat> that you do get a refund. It, well, I don't know about now because I've been seeing on the board, like um, people might not get the refund. The tax adoption re- tax credit? Right. We did get that when we finally was all said and done, we did get that money back and then a little bit more than I felt that we spent. So it's important to keep the receipts because uh, that's that's what we did um, when we went to the gas receipts for the trip. We kept the food receipts that we uh, when we stayed in Atlanta uh, because instead it, that ended up being almost three weeks before they released the baby to us because it was the holiday season. It rolled right into, because they said, oh, you'll be in there for a week, but that was Christmas week, New Year's week. So it wasn't until like uh, three weeks, uh, almost a month, close to a month before we could leave. And then we had to pay for the daily, the, the doctor to check her out every day there once we took her home. So that we kept all the receipts for that. Um, in the hotel to present to the uh, our tax person who did our tax. That's awesome. Thank you so much so, for, for sharing that final bit of advice. It, mm. That's that's huge, like keeping yourself organized so that, you know, everything that has to do with the adoption, you're like, put that in there. You know, buying some clothes, put it in there. Are you a hopeful adoptive parent? Come join the Facebook group, Paying for Adoption. We love to talk about money and how you can raise the money for adoption. Go join our community, Paying for Adoption, and begin the fun journey.